2: Welcome to the Haters Press Conference podcast. This is the first place, some say only, where you can hear football's leading managers' press
3: conferences in full. Hi guys, James Dennis here from Tottenham's Training Ground. We've just finished off in Ange Postecoglou's pre-Burnley press conference where he gave us an update on Mickey van der Ven and James
0: Madison.
1: Hi Ange, happy new year. Happy new year, mate. Uh, ahead of your first FA Cup game, where does it rank on your priority list as a manager and what are your memories of it throughout your time being a football fan
0: uh priority wise it ranks with every other game I've been in charge mate they're all important there's not one that you don't uh, you don't know, take um sort of full focus on and uh yeah i guess my memories are similar to anyone who, who loves football um, i think uh, the fa cups a significant event you a... you know Sort of global scale because uh, you know, FA Cup final day uh, pretty much reaches every uh, corner of the globe, and so everyone's had a sort of um, some sort of experience with it. And um, yeah, great competition, great tradition, great history, and uh, looking forward to us uh, having a crack at it.
1: You obviously won, I think it was three cups at Celtic. Can you talk a bit about what impact winning a cup has at a club? And um, when you think of this club in particular, how much of an opportunity does it present? To win a trophy.
0: Yeah, look, I think um, every club, you know, that's kind of um, you start every season with with hopefully the the ambition and the, and the dreams of winning uh, silverware because he knows you know the impact it has on 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 the fans more than anything else and uh, yeah, obviously um, from my perspective, it's an opportunity for us to to try and win a competition and uh, you know that's. Um, yeah, you know, for the club of our stature, that has to be the ambition every year, is so that you go into every competition with the aim and, and, and the hope of uh, of uh, winning some silverware.
1: Of course, it wouldn't be the first week of January without a transfer question. Mm. Uh, Tottenham and Genoa in talks with uh, Radu Dragusin. I just wondered, you've talked about in the past about your priority of being a centre-back mm. and the need maybe to get that done early. Are you confident? you'll get your wish on
0: that i mean I, it's it's hard to say because i mean obviously i don't get involved in that side of it and um you know as, as i said sort of leading into the window is that we've got some objectives and some targets and uh, you know and we'll we're working towards that people are working <coughs> behind the scenes and and sort of who are in charge of those areas are working towards that and uh you know um my role within that is to, you know, whenever I'm s- sought for guidance or clarity as to, you know, which way we need to go, I, I provide that. Thank you.
2: Hi, and Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Um, top four. When, when top four became a Champions League spot, kind of the feeling was the FA Cup took a, a back step in terms of importance, in terms of magic, in terms of romance. Being a manager whose team are, gunning for top four this season is that is that accurate or is still winning still whether the holy grail
0: of a manager a player a club uh, I, I mean I, I don't know I mean I, I know what I feel about it and that is that like I said every competition I've been in I want to win so you know it doesn't really I don't really sort of rank them or, or <coughs> diminish one against the other I think to win any trophy you got to earn it uh, whatever competition it is whatever you know you uh <coughs> know whether that's domestic or, or you know, um, continental, you, everything is harder, and so um, you know, I think um, I haven't sensed anything within this football club that suggests that you know um, this is a competition that is not important um, to try and uh, you know achieve. The, the club does have a history of in this in this competition, of won the FA Cup numerous times, and some of uh, the greatest memories that many living. Spurs supporters would have would be uh, around FA Cup so yeah I, I certainly don't see it that way I don't, and I don't think one really impacts the other I don't know why you know whether whatever your ambitions are in the league why that has to affect your ambitions in the other competition Does
2: this feel like a cup game because you're playing a team that's in your league Burnley I mean you can't do anything about the draw clearly but I mean because you're playing a team that's in your league does it does it feel anything different to a Premier League game
0: it does, yeah, and I think you have to treat it differently. I think, um, yeah, you know, teams often take a different approach because, you know the Premier League <coughs> has its own pressures and 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 sort of um, focuses for every team. You know, we're all sort of fighting for different things, and every week is um, you realise that that's um, there's always a consequence to everything you do, and it, it affects you not just this week and next week, but Cup games, you kind of know it's, uh, that's it, you know, you've got to give everything on the day. Teams, I think, tend to play a bit freer, uh, less constrained, um, knowing that, you know, progress can only happen if you get the job job done on the day. So I think it does take a different feel, even though it's a Premier League opponent. And, you know, Burnley have had a decent running in cup competitions over the last couple of years. So um, we're expecting a, a tough game.
2: Finally, as it's January, um, obviously you're being linked with players, which you've spoken about. Players being linked with moves away, including Eric Dyer, um, who can now sign for a, a club abroad and move in the summer. He's also been linked with a, a move to West Ham. Any any truth in that at all?
0: No idea. No, not not a my radar. Let's like keep Eric. I think Eric is, uh, you know, contracted to this football club, and uh, he's as much in charge of his own destiny as anyone else. We get an injury update. Yeah. Uh, so from last week, um, <coughs> yeah, unfortunately, Alejo, um, You know, obviously, it was a fairly significant injury. So he had scans on whatever day was after the game, and um, <coughs> it's going to keep him out for probably probably a couple of months. Uh, won't need surgery, but some significant ligament damage. So disappointing for him because he's kind of worked hard to get an opportunity in the last couple of weeks. He was kind of growing into it, and um yeah really disappointed for him um in terms of last week um everyone else is uh is no issue in injury front um uh guys coming back uh, Mickey Vandervin has trained with us this week which is which is good so he's got through sort of three sessions um not sure about tomorrow uh, whether he'll be involved or not and uh I think everyone else says is
4: and James Madison he's not as Far along as Mickey,
0: obviously, but no, do you think not, we'll see him this he, month? He's, he's not training with us yet, mate. And as I've said before, until they train with us, it's hard for me to kind of put a timeline on it. He's um, he's yeah, running with the with the sports science crew, but not not with us and not likely to be with us over the next sort of couple of weeks, I don't think.
4: And Christian, similar sort of thing? Yeah, or no,
0: no, it, so. yeah Christian's still very early stages.
4: I just wanted to ask you uh, about Richardison. I know you've spoken about it a bit, but... Obviously, he is in he's in great form and had that difficult period earlier. Just wondered if there's anything you could sort of put your finger on as to how things have changed for him on the pitch. Anyway,
0: I, I, I think I've said consistently. He's just he's free of injury. He feels good physically, and he's just able to perform at the levels that he wants to. And he couldn't do that at the start of the year, <coughs> even though he was playing for us. Like I said, he was fairly restricted in his movements and. I think it's no sort of magic cure he got some treatment for what he needed to get treatment for and uh he feels good now he feels his body feels good and, and yeah obviously then then you know he's scoring goals which makes him feel a little bit more confident in himself um but uh, you know aside from that he's working really hard for the team at the moment which has been really important for us especially the last sort of yeah you know two three weeks so um going well and hopefully more to come
4: and just lastly for me have you decided on the captain for
0: tomorrow and are you able to tell us who that will be no not really i'm not putting too much the captain is sunny sunny's the club captain and matters and romero so whoever wears the armband tomorrow is not really that's significant to me what's more important is that you know sunny's been an outstanding leader <coughs> both in deeds actions and words and we're going to need Players to step up tomorrow, irrespective of who's wearing the armband. We need, we need to try and fill that sort of uh, breach that or hole that he's left because uh, I think he's been outstanding for us. So um, again, I'm not putting too much thought in that, Whoever it is, it'll be. But you know, we'll need a number of people to sort of stand up in that area, just in terms of experience on the day.
3: Um, I'm sorry if you mentioned that I completely missed his name. Pat Matassar, is he okay?
0: Yeah, he's fine. He's gone. He's with the national oh, he's
3: No hamstring issues for him at all. No, time? no, he's fine. It's oh, fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry, back to the transfer window. Just wondering, in in your head, whether you share it or not, is there a kind of a, an ideal number of new faces you'd like to see this month?
0: No, because, uh, again, yeah, it doesn't work that way. It's There's a lot of sort of moving parts in, in a window like this. And, yeah. Uh, <coughs> Like I said January, you don't expect too much sort of in terms of uh, activity, but <coughs> I think um you know i've said again I've said before that what's important is every opportunity we have to strengthen the team and strengthen the squad we should try and try and take, and depending on sort of uh, the opportunities we have to do that in this sort of month we'll um we'll try and do
3: and um <coughs> so your regular ones returned Is is he likely to head back out on loan Because obviously you're in this situation Where if you were to play him he, he then can't go out to a third club Yeah again I
0: think that'll be um, Sort of dictated by A lot of other factors But not on my radar at the moment
3: okay. And Just last one from me Dane Scarlett Obviously a, a good move in terms of experience switch, But probably didn't get the game time He would have wanted Is he someone you maybe have to put an arm round Give him a bit of a reset now For the second half of the season How does it work with him?
0: It works; that he's back with us, and he trains every day, and he's got an opportunity to show us what he can do, mate. I mean, that's the life of a footballer. There's no point, um, you know. He went deep, switched to play. He didn't, uh, whatever reason, and um, he's got to take some responsibility of that. But didn't work out. But he's back here now. He's training with us, and uh, like all the other young players, they're before me every day, and um, they can put a compelling case to play. Thank you. That's to James, please. Hi, Ange.
5: Um, you got a little bit of criticism for the team you picked in the League Cup game at Fulham. D- does that does the reaction to that influence your team selection at all for tomorrow? What do you reckon? <laughs> Probably not.
0: Yeah, yeah. fair <laughs> summation. No, look, that's all right. People are allowed to criticise. I don't know if I get it right, but I put out a team I thought could win us the game that night and we lost on penalties to a Premier League club away from home that's doing pretty well there. So. Um, it was early in the season. I know how hard it is to play our football, and if I didn't want to expose the whole group to three games in a week that early in the season. So, um, but when you lose,
5: I mean, I guess part of the reason for that was obviously because the club's not won anything <laughs> since two thousand and eight, yeah. and there is that there is that sense perhaps that. There's a frustration that in the past. Some managers have not taken the domestic cup competition mm. seriously, and that's mm. sort of elongated this wait for for silverware. Yeah. Is that is that whole issue something that you're aware of? Uh, look, I, I
0: mean, not that I'm aware of, but I think I said before that there can't be a desperation to win a trophy because it cures all ills, because it doesn't. Because as soon as you win one, what do you think the fans are going to say? Well. It's okay you don't have to win one for another 15 16 years no they, they want more so it's about putting yourself in a position where you can compete for these things regularly you know and, and give yourself every opportunity to win every competition you're in because but you know it's not like like i said <coughs> just winning a trophy and thinking that that's going to be enough at, at a football club like this which you know is my the context for what i'm saying then yeah like i said that there'd be a demand from not just supporters, but players, everyone involved in the club, well, we want more of this. So you can't just sit back and say, well, yeah, but hold on, I'll just deliver a trophy. Shouldn't I have some sort of, you know, um, latitude now to, to, to not be successful? It doesn't work that way. So I, I, like I said, I'm determined to bring success to the football club, um, but it's not a desperation for something that, you know, is gonna, you know, give us some respite for what's ahead. When you're a big football club, there should be a constant demand for success.
5: There's often this argument that if, if you win a domestic cup, it's like a stepping stone to bigger trophies. But it obviously, it doesn't always work like that. Does it?
0: No, it doesn't. You know, and there's plenty of evidence to suggest that it actually doesn't work at all that way, uh, unless you can back it up. Um, and and again, at a football club like this, which you know should be competing for honours every year. Um, I just don't think winning one trophy should be the holy grail. It should be creating a team and and a club that's competing for trophies every year. Finish the section with George.
4: I oh, yeah, and um, how did Rodrigo Bentancor sort of hold up after Sunday? And what did you make of his performance in that number six role? Yeah, he was
0: he was good. Um, <coughs> obviously, he's you know he's feeling feeling the effects of the game, mm. but not any anything sort of injury related. So that which was good and. Um, it was good to get him out there, and he he felt good being out there. You know, he's uh, like I said, with a lot of the injured lads, obviously, you know, they they want to help out, and and he's you know he's he kind of thought he'd done the hard bit getting back the first time, and then you kind of have another setback. So I don't think he fancied you know really <coughs> really long rehab sort of regime again. You know, he was wanting pretty keen to get back involved and. Uh, you know, I was happy to to, to give him the, the minutes he did. And um, you can see his quality straight away. He's, he's, he's a very, very good footballer. And I can't wait to sort of, you know, um, I've said before that, you know, he's when he's kind of back up to speed from a physical perspective, I think he's going to be a significant contributor for us.
4: And you're clearly going to miss Son now for for this period. But how much encouragement have you taken by a kind of a growing relationship? It seems like with Brennan Johnson and Richarlison, those two goals, <coughs> Everton and Bournemouth, sort of identical goals. It feels like there's kind of something clicking there for them too.
0: Yeah, it's it's developing. I, you know, I think I've said before that you know I think still it's our greatest area of sort of growth still is that front third. I still think we've got so much more uh, to improve on, and um, but every week we're sort of seeing seeds of, of that and, and and the guys developing and getting a better understanding as you said but you know we're not sonny's a f- oh, I th- you know you name a team of the year at the moment he'd be in it he's been a hell of a player for us and it's a big loss for us another one so again we're going to have to really raise everyone's levels to to you know, to cover the absence of another significant contributor probably the most significant contributor for us so far in the season
4: and just finally from me and um, more of a sombre note, um, Spurs fan, 16 years old, Harry Pittman was killed on New Year's Eve. Um, the club are going to show his image tomorrow during the 16th minute and fans are got encouraged to sing he's one of our own. It won't be much for the family, but does that sort of show football at its best and, and when it can be more important than just a, a game of football?
0: Yeah, I, I guess so. I mean, you, you, you don't even want to be thinking about this, the circumstances of the family and, you know, that again, you know, where we are as a society, the, the, the fact that these things still happen and, you know, young lives are, are lost for absolutely no reason. And um, like I said, I, you can't even, I couldn't even contemplate, you know, the, the grief and the pain that the family's going through. But, you know, that's, like I said, I've always felt football clubs are more than just the embodiment of what we do as, you know, in sport they are. An extended community, an extended family, for a lot of people, and uh, if it even gives them the smallest amount of comfort, then <clears throat> you know, it's the least that we can do, and, and our fans um, can do. But um, yeah, it's just you know, um, like I said tragic and 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 inconceivable, just uh, that people, you know, families um, still have to suffer this sort of grief.
2: If you like what you hear.
0: Please remember to subscribe or follow and leave us a
2: positive review. It really will help us get to more grounds around the footballing world. You can also follow Haters TV on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat and our wonderful website at haters.com. Thanks for listening.